So in the first half of this episode, we discussed why Justin left medicine. And now we're just going to dive into what that's been like a year later. Hmm. So it, it's one year and now I think one week. So because I left at the end of the sixth quarter mm. and the sixth quarter has just ended for the new house officers. So it's been um, a year and a week. That time has really definitely flown. Yeah. Uh, mm. Definitely <laughs> has flown the one year. So I definitely remember before quitting, wondering what is my life going to look like a year from now? Mm. And I thought one year I will have had plenty of experience not being a doctor and I will have been like real clear, you know, things will have changed a lot. Honestly, a lot of that has not, it, it hasn't been, it doesn't feel like it's been that much time. Yeah. I feel like I'm now, I'm, I'm still just getting started with it yeah. in a way that, and if I really think about it, there has been a lot of changes. So in my situation, before I had quit, I was still running my business, but it was just after hours and, you know, things like that. Mm. Now, I, obviously my life kind of revolves around it mm. and I'm full-time on it and so i'm able to do a lot more and if i think back on the last year a lot of things that sort of the business has been able to achieve is because i've been able to just sink so much more time into it so there's been a lot of good stuff from that point of view but from like a mentality point of view surprisingly it still feels like kind of fresh and that I've left sort of recently. It feels kind of like I left a few months ago. Like it's been four or five months is the kind of feeling that I have. I'm now used to not going into working at a hospital. At the same time, I feel like if I was in a hospital, I would be able to slip back into it very easily. Mm. And there are still times, like for example, when I, like I'll go to the gym usually like after lunch. So I'm usually there around 2 p.m. I guess a dead time for a gym because yeah. people... <laughs> are at work and so for me going to the gym and in my car like or at the gym at like two o'clock i sometimes still have that feeling like what am i doing at the gym <laughs> at like two o'clock like, i should be at work you know yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. so yeah. there's still these kind of thoughts that um which is kind of funny because i've now not been a doctor but almost not you know not quite but just a few months short of how long i was a doctor for and yeah. Which is a little bit weird, but maybe I guess because I spent so many years in medical school and in yeah. clinical mm, years yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, so it's definitely been super interesting. I think all the things that I thought um, would be the case were truly the case. Okay. okay. So give me some, yeah, give me some quick mythbusters or confirmed. Something. Yeah. So like I thought that I would find a lot more fulfillment on a deeper level with my work. Mm. Definitely. Okay, I, thought that I, would have, <laughs> I thought, I thought that there'll be closer alignment with my, my work, my behavior, my energy and mm. what I was producing. Yes. I thought that I would feel like kind of more connected with the impact I was making. Yes. Um, which uh, interestingly actually shows me that me, for me personally, having ownership of that impact and feeling that connection was actually more important to me than necessarily the magnitude per se or the type of impact I was actually making. Okay. Um, and th actually there's some um, interesting research on this, which I won't go into as well, but <laughs> there is that need for um, not someone to not just be making an impact, but they actually need to consciously be able to connect to that mm. impact for the yeah. positive effect of it to be um, there. Yeah. So that part was definitely true. I thought that my life would become a lot more flexible. Mm. That was definitely, 
Definitely it's true. true. I mean, like, okay. <laughs> look, I don't want to make anyone jealous. But, <laughs> but you know, if I if I don't want to wake up late, uh, early, I just don't wake up early. You know, if I don't if I want to take a break, I'll just take a break. You know, yeah. like if I the the other other side is that if I haven't worked hard enough, I don't get to take a break because mm. yeah. um, my income is directly tied to my effort in a way. Mm. Um, so there, there's obviously pros and cons. For me, like I've never really shied away from hard work. And, and most people in medicine, honestly, are just hard workers. They don't shy away from hard work. Mm. They may not want more of it, but if they know that that's what's required, usually you know, medical people are just willing to just get their hands dirty and get it done. Mm. Yeah. And so, yes, the hard work is still there. It's arguably harder in a way because my total hours of work are definitely more than I was doing as a doctor. Mm. I definitely take less breaks. So I usually only take one or two days off per month. Mm. Um, but having said that, I get to take breaks kind of whenever my day starts and ends whenever. So it almost doesn't feel as yeah. bad. You have yeah. a lot of control over your schedule so you can just sort of slot things in when you feel like it. Yeah. But is there anything that you miss? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So... What I miss, uh, <laughs> I actually wasn't expecting you to say that. To be honest, yeah. <laughs> I thought you were like, you no, with, like a yeah. melancholy in his voice. Decision. Yeah, <laughs> and by yes, I mean no. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. So, no, no I people will get that. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't get that, you're not following my social Follow media. Follow Dr. Right Justin Sir. So. <laughs> oh, thanks for the plug, Neil. Oh, that's all right. <laughs> plug number three. <laughs> um, by far, by far, the thing that I miss the most is this, uh, the peers and the colleagues that I was working with. Because mm. medicine is such a team interprofessional role. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And yes, sometimes that interdisciplinary role, that team can be kind of annoying. <laughs> but uh, there is just a lot of, you know, what I would call kind of passive interaction that occurs in a lot of workplace life. So, for example, when you eat lunch. Or when even on on a night shift, when you're or you know an evening long day, you, where you go get dinner, even if you're going dinner and getting it back, and you're working, or if you've got a busy ED shift um, in the emergency department, and you're just buying lunch and you're storing it there, and you're quickly seeing a patient and you're scoffing it down, yeah. you 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 have like you've got a student with you, or you've got uh, you know your senior, or you've got there's something like that, or the nurse, there's some kind of that passive interaction that you don't really appreciate, mm. but it does still. Do something. So the difference, right, for me is that, like, I can go weeks without seeing anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Like, there will be days where I just don't speak because I don't need to. <laughs> right. You yeah. know? So it's... And at those moments, I think you'd almost prefer those annoying interdisciplinary interactions. Yeah. Rather than just pure, <laughs> like, Tom Hanks, Estranged on... Was it Castaway? That, that movie? Yeah. He's got yeah, the yeah. soccer ball in his With Wilson That's, and... With Wilson. Yeah. That's you. <laughs> Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. yeah, like sometimes it really feels like that. And then when I make fire, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> Don't leave me, Wilson. <laughs> Those are the pigeons outside the office. That's my Wilson. Yeah, Rick, Larry, and John. <laughs> so in my office, there's these, I've got I've got one window in this basement office. Yeah, it, it, I, when I say it like that, it sounds really bad, but it's really, it's really not that bad. I find it's quite cozy. <laughs> well, it is actually just the only window in this entire place. But objectively, <laughs> it's true. Yeah. yeah, and outside that window, there live some pigeons, and they're the same pigeons. They're really cute. I like them. <laughs> in fact, Disclaimer, like, Justin's not a psychopath. In fact, it's actually a family of pigeons. I actually saw them lay their eggs. They've got a little nest in the corner. I saw them lay their eggs. I saw the eggs hatch. I saw the baby pigeons. Wow. You're quite involved. Yeah, I saw, I saw the, you know, the handover yeah. from the... <laughs> the, the handover. From the now we're shift. making connections over here. 
there was a night shift pigeon that was that was brooding on the eggs, and then the you know they had the handover, and then the other one hopped on, and the other one flew away. So uh, you know, I witnessed some interesting rope. You know, I've I've learned a lot about pigeons actually. <laughs> Digress. Anyway, yeah. Uh, yeah. So the people aspect is something that I definitely. Uh, do miss. Mm. I, I don't. Clear. I don't miss the patient interaction side as much, and I think that's because for me, the patient interaction represents kind of like the um, the sort of like object of influence that I'm kind of influencing on, and so I, that that part isn't removed because I'm still able to have that interaction with students and parents and clients and other professionals and mm. businesses that I talk to. So I still have that kind of interaction, but I don't have as much interaction in terms of like you know having a big team where we're constantly feeding through and that level of sort of in a way this is kind of ironic is that a medical team the team itself is a pretty efficient machine the mm -hmm. team mm -hmm. unfortunately the product of that efficiency is that it offsets the inefficiency of the system okay. <laughs> so, so that's the thing that's yeah. the thing that bothered me mm -hmm. but the you know, the idea that you have all these really high functioning, super intelligent people, most of the people that you meet, you know, like other doctors and the interdisciplinary staff, they're more experienced than you. They know their stuff better. Like they're just, and you get to be a part of that and you get to kind of help all of that run. That aspect is super, super cool. It's exhilarating. Yeah. And I think yeah. that that's the type of interaction that you don't find in many other mm, careers mm. where there's high stakes, high stress, high emotional in investment and that sort of stuff. And uh, you get this extremely highly specialized team involvement mm. where everyone has such a specific defined role. I feel like I'm describing like a an online game. <laughs> or, or like go like raid a dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's, that, it's that kind of feeling where like everyone knows their role and they're good at it mm. most of the time. Mm. Whereas like for you now, most of your days revolve around you just like teaching people everything you know. Mm, mm. Yeah, of. well, no, actually, that's different. Like, uh, in a way that it's, I have all, a lot of the roles. Yeah. So my days are actually very diverse in what I do. And for example, like, I spent the last sort of three to four days where 80% of my time was spent on just learning. And that's something that I couldn't really do when I was a doctor. Mm -hmm. um, so I have diversity. Mm. It's just that I don't have inter- personal yeah. diversity and i want to touch back to something that you said before about like that can like making the connection between uh what was it the efforts that you put in and then actually seeing the results <laughs> so that that yeah. specific connection itself because i feel like you're probably able to see that connection or make that connection a lot more strongly than you were probably as a pgy one or two house officer definitely i think that, that i think that's sort of built into the way things are meant to work as a team you're not meant to feel that you know that personal uh connection to the patient as it's, it's weird when I put into a sentence like this, but um, I think a lot it's of the team effect that you get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it's the like, team effect. If you, like, for example, if you've done a lot of volunteering, you know, anyone that's listening, if you've right, done a go. lot of volunteering, yeah. then you, you will either feel like, hey, I was really helpful, or you might resonate more with the idea of, oh, I'm like useless, I can't do anything. Mm -hmm, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. I did volunteering when I was in high school. I definitely yeah. felt that way. Right. Like, yeah. I can't do anything yeah. right yeah. now. Nothing yeah. really meaningful. Yeah. And so, like, when you're working as a doctor, that's like, you get to kind of do something. You get to be help. You get to be in that yeah. team and have that kind of and thing. And everyone has such a specific role as well. Right. Whereas, like you said, so now you have, mo like, a lot of the roles. Like, mm, mm, yeah. it's just you and you and you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I think I'm not saying <laughs> that... Like, who should I ask? Oh, me? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm also saying that I don't think we should be searching to make that 
connection for ourselves like oh yeah this is now better because of me oh like it's like that self-glorification yeah. process yeah. which i think we need a bit less of sometimes we can be a bit more humble sometimes and just see that you know it's fine to have a smaller part in this big, big grand system. scheme of mm. things over here um where i think as a this is purely from a personal experience that i had actually yesterday on, on friday um where in the morning i was just clerking 40 medical students probably have the most time well, just students in general have most time with the patients. Um, so clerk, clerking. Okay, yeah. So weirdly, it's spelled clerking, but it's I think it's clerking. pronounced clerking. Clerking, yeah. I never really understood that. I don't know if it's a UK, US thing. It's UK. Hey, yeah. if, you're, if you're listening and you're from the US, can you please leave a comment or something about this term? Because it's, it's everywhere. You will know it if you're a medical student. But um, the, this process of clerking or clerking is when you see a new patient and you work them up. By work up, I mean you're, you're taking a history, you're doing an examination, you collect the information and you write it all up and then you usually present that to a senior member who looks over it. So it's one of the, the critical pieces of clinical education is this idea that you get to see this new patient, you work them up, you get the initial information and it's that really doctory feeling diagnostic process. Mm, mm. Yeah. So clerking, <laughs> with that itself, I feel like um, that's something where I feel like I, I have a true connection with the patient and stuff. Maybe not improving yeah. their prognosis like medically or, or anything yeah. like that, but the connection-wise, having a conversation with them, I had a beautiful conversation with two old patients. I don't know if you've seen the setting of a ward itself, um, how they face each other. I'm not talking to you guys, you guys have seen that, but yeah, some of <laughs> other viewers and stuff. Um, some of the beds face each other if, if the curtains are drawn back and patients have conversations with each other. Yeah. Sometimes they swear at each other as well because I've seen both, both cases happening. Some rooms have banter. Yeah, for yeah. Sure. it was beautiful to see. Like yeah. two guys, 74, 72 years old, come in, both, uh, this is in the cardiology ward, and like one of them gets off his bed and then just like like sitting at the end of the bed of, of the other guy and he's just like cracking jokes. And I come in, I'm like, hey, can I, I'm a fourth year medical student, can I ask some questions, please? And I'm just like, actually, I don't want to interrupt what you have going on here. It's beautiful. And so when you were saying like, you, you can't find that sort of connection with the patients and stuff sometimes, I feel it's sad that like, that's how it's sort of built and like it is i do think so yeah. yeah and and that type of connection is is possible but it just takes a lot of effort to create it and to mm. it's not that it's probably not part there. of personalities as well yeah i think a lot of it is that you know in busy runs you don't have time to really spend that much time with patients yeah you know you are on a time crunch and that's you know true. that there's an opportunity yeah. cost and the opportunity cost and necessities that need to be done mm. whereas this is almost seen as you know it's like one of the best things that you can do for a patient is to sit there and connect with them and talk to them and have that interaction and everyone really enjoys it yeah, yeah. number one you get so emotionally burnt out that you stop enjoying it eventually which uh, is you know even yeah. sadder but and that's something that I'm so scared of happening to. Which me. happens to a yeah. lot of people. And like, it's, yeah. it is sort of sad. And that's how the system is built. Mm. But the other thing is that because of the sort of not a necessity of the medical care, it becomes something that does become sort of optional. Mm. And when you're already bursting with the necessities, that stuff off, often takes a back burner. But it is possible to retain that. I do know doctors that do still have that. And I think mm. a lot of consultants regain that in their practice because consultants are often not as kind of just rush with the daily execution tasks yeah. as a house officer or a registrar they might spend be. time thinking and using everything yeah. that they've built up over like a decade or more yeah and that's yeah. what james was mentioning as well he said like mm. of why he moved into clinical psychology was because he had to you had to like search for those moments mm. is what mm. he was saying so yeah. yes yeah. and it takes effort to it search <laughs> and uh, you know the effort is 
You know, you could say, well, why don't you just, you know, look for it more? It's like, it's like you're alive. Hey, <laughs> hey, you, like, stranger telling me, like, why don't you look for it more? Hey, why don't you look for more meaning in your life, huh? Like, what? You know, the, the point is that, like, yeah, it takes effort, but effort has to come from somewhere. And when you're spending all your effort doing other things, Menial it's, tasks it's just it's just harder to do it. It's not impossible, but it's like, it does make it harder. And that's mm. day in, day out. And mm. yes, yeah, like, you're a doctor, you should. And yes, but it's hard and it's really tiring. Mm. And, uh, like, I can tell you that there are times where I just... Like I got to the point where like I'm just walking through the hospital and I'm just like, I'm just like the walking dead right now. You mm. know, like day 12 of, you know, big stretch or whatever it is. Yeah. And then it's just like, I don't care about anything. I literally don't care about anything other than being unconscious. And even mm. that, I just remotely care about it. Mm. You know, and when you're in that state, it's just, you know, not a sustainable kind of way to find value and meaning mm. in a job to be in that state and be like, Oh, now let's like look for that purpose and fulfillment. And yes, I get it that there are a lot of jobs where it gets hard. Yeah. You know, and I feel like I have quite a lot of insight to a lot of other careers because I am involved in like the business space. Mm. It's just not the same. It's really not the same because when you're with a patient, you are being assessed. You're being, you know, that's, you make an impression with the patient, with your staff, with the nurses, and it is fast paced. And I can tell you for a fact, there are, not many professions out there that are that fast paced. Mm, yeah. Sometimes, you know, we're talking down to seconds. Yeah. You know, yeah. Fast paced. Yeah. And Especially can, surgical. And it can be yeah. like that for hours. Mm. You can be in that mentality for, you know, and for example, you know, we say, hey, we, we start work at seven or 7.30 or earlier, you know, and people will say, yeah, yeah, I start work at, you know, seven or 7.30 as well. It's like, no, you get to work at seven, 7.30. Yeah. Mm. You start working at like eight. You, mm. you spend the 30 minutes setting up your work desk, checking your emails, getting your coffee. Mm. It's not the same. Like yeah. we start round at seven, Yeah. right? We get there at 6.30, yeah. 6.45, we prepare. The morning is the busiest. As soon as our foot enters the door, nurses are already getting us to do stuff for them. Mm. You know, it's instantaneous 100% and you maintain that energy sometimes. You don't get a break for mm. several hours and then you do that back to back to back to back. So mm. that sounds like what you're doing right now. <laughs> a little bit. It seems, like, it seems like like <laughs> there's always someone watching you and there's always something to be done and stuff like that. There's a standard that has to be. Yeah. yeah. It, it, like the way I was describing it before is sort of like a, as a student itself, like there's something that you have to prove. There's a chip on your shoulder that, you know, someone's grading you through all of this and stuff as well. And I'm not sure if you still have that feeling a year out of it or not, that feeling to prove something or not, but. It's, uh, it's more just a feeling to now, it's really just a feeling to prove something to Yourself. myself. Yeah. And not just not like prove something to myself, it's to just make something, like what I'm trying to, like personally, this is really not applicable to many other people, I think. Sure. <laughs> you know, me personally, what I'm trying to do now is I have an idea about how I want to live. I'm trying to make that viable. Like I'm trying to make my work, something that I can actually live off and from. Yeah. And so I'm not trying to prove really anything to anyone. Even more now, I actually care less. Mm. <laughs> but I want to make it something that I can depend on, mm. you know, mm. in the long term. So yeah. anyway, it's been an eventful year. Thanks everyone for listening, if you have been so far. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in to Subcut. If you guys have any suggestions for content, please make sure you send it through.
You can get in touch and follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube, or find us on our website at jttmed.com slash subcut. Subcut is a podcast brought to you by JTT. If you or anyone you know is interested in a career in medicine, make sure to get in touch and check us out at jttmed.com.